ABF Creative. ABF Hello, my little ones. My name is Miss Jojo, and you're listening to African Folk Tales. Inside my magical jeep with me as we explore African lands where animals talk and people fly. Are you ready? Get in! Make sure your seatbelt is on. The only thing we want to let loose is your imagination. Let's set the destination for our next story. Here we go! Hang on! Today, our magic jeep travels back to a time when crows and hawks played games together. Make sure to listen closely for the bell. The bell will ring when I say the magic word of the story. Listen all the way to the end to discover if you guessed it correctly and have fun! A long time ago, a group of crows and hawks were caught up in a long, intensive game. In both Crowtown and Hawktown, there were two bases in which a shiny bottle cap sat atop a pedestal. These bases were heavily guarded and not easy to get to whatsoever. The rules went like this. The crows and the hawks had to try and capture the other's bottle cap and bring it back to their own town without getting caught. Both sides took the game very seriously as neither wanted to lose. One day, Koungoru, the captain of the crows, sent a letter to Mwaiwe, the leader of the hawks. When the letter was opened, it read, Give up now! We crows will win this game once and for all. Mwaiwe wrote back at once, saying, Never! We hawks have been playing hard. We will be the victors. In attempt to scare Mwaiwe, Koongoru the crow sent him another message which said, Ha! Ha! If you refuse to obey me, I will take over your town until you declare us the winners. Mwaiwe replied, Go ahead then, try it, and see what happens. So bold Koongoru took his mighty flocks of crows with him and flew toward Hawktown. But when the crows got there, they realized there was far too many hawks to overtake. The hawks chased the crows away before they could get close. And so Koongoru and his teammates flew off. As this happened, Koongoru suddenly had a terrible realization. If there were more hawks than crows, wouldn't that mean they could overtake Crow Town with ease? The thought worried him greatly, so Koongoru suggested that the crows leave their current homes behind and set up a new town elsewhere. They scouted a new location, and when they found no one there, the crows moved into their new crow town, taking their bottle cap along with them. Now, it would take the hawks a while to locate the new crow town. This gave Koongoru time to hatch a new plan. 
When the crows had gathered for a meeting, Koongoroo stood up and said, I have an idea that will help us win. Drop me into Hawk Town, then come back here and stay put until you hear from me. The crows obeyed their captain's command. Early the next morning, they dropped Koongoroo off at Hawk Town, where he pretended to have fallen from the sky. When some passing hawks saw him, they asked, Ah! What are you doing here in our town? Don't you know the rules? Koongoroo replied with a clever lie. Crows ran me out of town because I said Mo'aiwe and the hawks should win this game. He said, shedding fake tears. Please take it easy on me. Do you think the hawks bought Koangaroo's lie? If you said yes, you were right. Because he was so convincing, the hawks really thought that the clever crow was telling the truth. In reality, he was planning to defeat them. When the hawks heard this, they picked Kowangaroo up and took him to their leader, Mwaaiwe. Kowangaroo was then asked to repeat his story, which he did. This made a very favorable impression on the hawks, and Mwaaiwe said, you have more sense than all the rest of your group put together. I guess you can stay here and live with us. So Kowangaroo expressed much gratitude, settled down, and pretended he was going to spend the rest of his life with the hawks. A few days later, Kowangaroo's new neighbors brought him along to a party. When they returned home, they asked the crow, So, what do you think? Who has the best parties, the hawks or the crows? To which crafty old Koangaroo replied, Oh, the hawks, of course. You do things so much better than the crows. This answer greatly pleased the hawks, who at this point had grown to trust Koangaroo. Little did they know, he was scheming all along. When another week passed, Kowangaroo slipped away in the middle of the night and flew all the way back to Crow Town. He called his people together and asked them to listen closely. Tomorrow is Moaiwe's birthday party, he told them. The hawks take their parties very seriously, so they will be at his house all day long. Prepare to sneak into Hawk Town. Wait near the town until I call you. Then rush in. Together we'll seize the buttercup and win this game once and for all. With that, Kowangaru hurried back to Moaiwe's town and returned to bed. The rest of the crows, on the other hand, were very busy that night as they prepared for the long journey ahead of them. By early sunrise, they were already waiting outside of Hawktown, ready for Kowangaroo's signal. When morning came, every hawk gathered their gifts and made their way over to their great leader's house. No one stayed behind, except for Kowangaroo. When his neighbors called for him, they found him tucked into bed. Why, Kowangaroo? They exclaimed with surprise. Aren't you going to Moaiwe's birthday party today? Oh, 
said Kuanguru. I wish I could, but my stomach aches so badly. I can't move. And he groaned dreadfully for all to hear. Oh, poor fellow, said the hawks. You seem terribly sick. Rest now. And they left Kwanguru to himself. As soon as everybody was out of sight, Kwanguru jumped out of bed and swiftly flew to the outside of town where his teammates were waiting. Come quick, he shouted. They are all at the party now. The crows all crept quickly but quietly to the town square. While Kwanguru crept toward the pedestal, the rest of his teammates formed a circle around him. Just as Kwanguru was about to grab the buttercup, a hawk at Moaiwe's house looked out the window and noticed what was happening. Alarmed, the hawks shouted for the others to hurry outside. But when they did, the rest of the crows had formed an even tighter circle around Koongoru. Now bursting with adrenaline, the captain of the crows snatched the bottle cap from its pedestal and with a triumphant launched himself straight into the air. The rest of the crows followed him and they all flew away from Hawktown with incredible speed. At long last, the game was over. The crows were finally the winners. And that is why to this day, hawks fly away from crows. They don't want to be reminded of the time they lost. The moral of the story is that being resourceful can often be more helpful than having large numbers or physical strength. Our intelligence is one of the best gifts we have, and we can use it to accomplish amazing things. Did you hear the bell? Did you discover the magic word of the story? If you said scheming, you're right. Scheming is spelled S-C-H-E-M-I-N-G. A scheme is a plan that's usually meant to trick or surprise someone. In Kowangaroo's case, his scheming helped his team win the game, as none of the Hawks expected his trickery. Was there ever a time you had to scheme against another team to lead yours to victory? Thanks for taking this trip with me today. I can't wait for you to travel to the next story with me. African Folktales is produced by ABF Creative, to learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash folktales. If you loved the show, then tell someone you know. Our magical Jeep journeys are more fun when you can bring your friends along. Thanks for listening. Bye.